Teachers, what is the trashiest thing you've seen a parent do? I work at a school where over 80% of our population lives under the poverty line. I keep a cabinet full of hygiene products for kids to take. Deodorant, lotion, chapstick, hair gel, feminine hygiene products, shampoo, conditioner, those kinds of things in travel sizes. Being a teen is hard enough without having to cope with hygiene problems due to a lack of funds at home. So, one day, the entire thing is empty. Odd. I refill the cabinet and two days later, all of it is gone again. Refill with the last of my supplies and catch the kid in the act of sweeping everything in his bag. I stop him, take him in the other room, and talk to him. He told his mother about the cabinet. She ordered him to bring her everything he could get. She was returning the items to Walmart for store credit to buy cigarettes and beer. I told him to tell her the cabinet is locked now. I bought a bike lock. It was sickening. A mother came to a school sports day swigging from a bottle of wine. We always felt desperately sorry for her daughter, because whenever she returned to school following a holiday at home, this was a boarding school, we had to wash all of her clothes because they reeked of cigarettes, and this poor little girl was easily the most unhappy child I've ever seen. Woman I used to babysit for worked at a school as an assistant of some crap in Toronto. She always told this story about how the class rabbit would go home with a new kid each weekend. They kept trying to avoid giving one kid the bunny for the weekend because it was clear his home life wasn't the best, but they finally caved in and let him take the rabbit home. The parents killed the rabbit and ate it. They killed the class bunny and fried it up for dinner. They weren't even ashamed when they told the teacher what happened on Monday. Said they were out of groceries or something. A likely story, but what if the boy simply wanted to keep the rabbit for himself forever? You deprived him of taking the rabbit home for so long, and when he finally had the chance to have the rabbit all to himself, he decided, well, what's stopping me from keeping it? Just make up a likely lie and it'll be all his. But if they did actually eat the rabbit, that is totally messed up. Well, in my profession, it's more often what the parents don't do that wins them the Parents of the Year award, but I do have a couple Hall of Famers. I'm a special education teacher, so I deal with kids with all kinds of physical, emotional, and academic disabilities. I took care of a little girl once who had a number of complications due to spina bifida. Her mother couldn't be bothered to take care of her. The little girl wore diapers and was cathed. She required three to five diaper changes a day. Mom would only send five diapers a week. The thing is, she was getting full services from her community, so she was being provided with plenty of supplies. We suspect Mom was probably selling the extras. I ended up just buying her diapers. Mom would not change her catheter regularly. We would change her out at school, but other than that, she'd go another 24 hours before a change-out, longer if it was a weekend. The smell from the infections she'd get after a weekend was horrendous. She had lice constantly and oozing bed bug sores. Her mom told us to F off when we call her and tell her to take her to a doctor. Found out later in the year that she also had scabies. We offered to administer the medication and creams at school. Mom told us to go to hell. The girl would come to school in men's underwear, XXL shirts, and size 16 pants. She was eight. Finally discovered that her nine-year-old sister was changing her diapers and dressing her every day. And sister couldn't find any other cleanish clothes to put on her. Mom's response? I'm busy. I have to get to work in the mornings. Final straw was when the nurse discovered what appeared to be STD warts while changing her diaper one day. Nurse made, for the tenth time, another CPS report, but principal insisted that we call home and report our findings. Grandma found out, tipped off mom, and mom appeared at the school 15 minutes later, snatched up the kids, and disappeared. Investigators showed up 15 minutes later, but mom was already long gone. Never saw the kids again. I was wondering to myself the entire time where the hell a child protective 
of services and why is everyone in this story so freaking useless? I wouldn't really give a crap. That kid wouldn't go anywhere with that woman if you're on my watch. Staff raised money to get an eight-year-old girl a winter coat. We live in rural Canada. Girl came to school the next day in a t-shirt in the dead of winter, her mom wearing the brand new child-sized jacket. For those wondering, the principal confronted her about it and mom told her to F off. And anything her kids owned belonged to her and she could do whatever she wanted with it. Children's aid was called and that student lives with a very nice foster family now. Mother was rail thin, looked like a stereotypical junkie archetype, sleeves were three inches too short, didn't cover most of her stomach, and she could do it up properly. Our vice principal is a former army sergeant who's built like a tank. He's well-liked and an amazing role model in a community where many of our kids don't have good male role models. On several occasions, I've seen mothers step well over the line and make very asexual comments to him directly in front of their kids. I mean in plain sight of their own children, and in ways the kids notice. He's always very respectful and often asks another member of staff to join him if he sees one of those parents coming to talk. But it's pretty damn trashy when it comes to some of the innuendos I've heard. These aren't jokes either. They tried to get handsy with him too. My cousin is a teacher and she once had a parent come to a parent-teacher conference extremely drunk and right before the meeting tried to pull out a bag of booger sugar and start doing lines. Police were called and so was CPS. The school also had to call 911 once because a parent overdosed in the parking lot while waiting to pick up their kid and the poor kid was too young to understand why their mom was slumped over in their car. It's quite sad but I actually also know a teacher or two who's had to look after kids whose parents, you know, don't really look after them and they're kind of addicted to illegal substances and... It's just really sad knowing that that stuff goes on and people are so irresponsible with their own lives when they have kids to look after. The sad fact of the matter is some people do not deserve to have children. I volunteer at after-school programs to help tutor. I had a student earlier this year. Good kid. Loves math, loves computers, wants to be a programmer when he grows up. He's really struggling in seventh grade because he has no computer at home. We have to do his online assignments at the program, but we only meet twice a week. I pulled his mom aside and explained how he could be doing much better in school with some kind of PC and internet access at home. She says that she can't afford a computer. I tell her that for $200, I could piece all the parts together myself for a fully functional setup that would be sufficient for at least the next few years. I'd even build it with him so he could learn some extremely valuable information. I'd even front her half, but she'd have to pay me back. She says no way, still way out of her budget. Mind you, while we're having this conversation, she's barely looking up to speak to me, too busy scrolling through the gram on her phone. I say, screw it, I'll do it myself. Scrap together all the parts I can for free. I only had to buy an HDD. The setup was really out of date, but still worked. Gave it to them, kid was thrilled. About a month later, I noticed he's trying to finish all of his homework at the program again. I ask his mom if everything was okay with the computer. She says it broke down. I say, okay, what happened? I'll pick it up and try to fix it. She says she had to throw it away. I pull the kid aside and ask him. He tells me she sold it to her cousin for $50. I really don't like calling people trashy when they're apparently stuck in a culture of poverty. Maybe she needed that $50 for the light bill or groceries. But at the same time, time, she spends three times that amount on her cell phone each month, so it really just broke my heart. It was like she's doing everything in her power to ensure the kid has no freaking chance at a decent life. I work in a school in one of the most socially deprived areas of the UK. At parents' evening, we give every parent a printout of their child's grades in each subject alongside their target grades. Last year, we had a parent of an 11-year-old respond to this printout by shouting, What the F am I going to do with this? I can't effing read, can I? This was 
was in front of the other children, parents, and her child's teacher. After only one year in this school, there's actually a pretty long list of things I've seen parents do, or have heard other staff members claim to have seen parents do. Since a few people have asked, the school is in the Midlands. I don't want to be any more specific, just in case anyone figures out which school it is. People seem to be torn on seeing this as just trashy, or more as sad, as if I might be picking on her a bit. Just to be clear, I'm not making fun of her. A quick laugh behind closed doors at things like this seems to give a bit of levity for a teacher in schools like mine. It can be tough, but I think the majority of people who work in these areas do it because they want to help conquer some of the social inequalities or issues that people are facing. Whether that's for pure humanistic beliefs, their own ego, or just because it feels like you're accomplishing something. Maybe a bit of each. Regardless, I feel sympathy for the woman in question and her daughter. One of the aims of my job is to help prevent people reaching adulthood without the necessary skills to thrive. Her behavior doesn't change that. That doesn't make me assume I'm a higher class of person than she is, just dealt a different hand, I guess. At the mention of the Midlands, I just had to read it, and now I have to think about what school it could possibly be. Also, what a stupid thing to get angry about. No one can tell if you can read or not. Like, that's up to you to tell people. I called a parent about a behavioral issue. I must have been on speakerphone because I heard the kid come home. Parents start screaming at him, wailing on the kid, cussing, calling them all sorts of names. I don't even know if the parents remembered I was on the phone. I hung up the phone and went to my principal. Teachers are mandated reporters. Don't hit your kids in front of a teacher. This that should remind me, I had a really great school when I was a kid. The headmaster actually like drove me to school on some days and even organized other teachers to drive me to and from school occasionally at the height of like personal family issues as a kid. Teachers can seriously have the most positive effect on kids with, like, bad home lives. Oh my god, I've worked in behavior units and juvies for a few years now, so you can imagine the families we get. One. Took the kid out on the last day of term, pull into the driveway, and one of the kid's mothers is standing there, can of monster in one hand, cigarette in the other, and wearing a mini skirt and knee-high boots in the middle of winter. Two. One grandparent used to come in wearing a dirty singlet with his belly hanging out and would try to kiss me and called me love, darling, and babe. Three, a kid left grounds without permission, so didn't have his phone, etc., which we confiscate. Mom came to pick it up, and when the principal tried to engage her in a conversation about her son's behavior, she attacked him with her handbag. I have two. There is a parent who would walk through our closed campus every single day. As teachers, we are supposed to stop her because it's closed campus. Every single day, she would pretend she didn't know the rules. We always knew it was the same parent because she let her younger children, who weren't in school yet, ride around on their scooters ahead of her. One day, she was walking through with a stroller. She was not paying attention, and her freaking baby started falling out from the front of the stroller. I saw four teachers jump up to help the kid, and the mom didn't even acknowledge. The other one happened directly to me during parent-teacher conferences. I was meeting with a mom and her live-in boyfriend about her son. At the end of the conference, I asked if they had any questions I could answer for them, and he started asking me personal questions and flirting with me. I deflected and told them I had more conferences, but other teachers have told me that parents have hit on them before, so it's probably pretty common. Not a teacher, but a college administrator. Parents will call in very frequently when there is an issue with their student's living situation. If they're a butthole, frequent, I quote FERPA to them. Best example, I had to bill a student for around $600 in damage to their room at the end of the year. Mom called really, really angry about this because they had tried to repair the damages. 
poorly, I should add. She ended up yelling about this over the phone, and I reminded her that her son was 22 years old and that I could only talk with him about this. Kid calls me back the next day and apologizes for his mom being such a B-word to me and asks if I could just lie to his mom when she calls back. It's a weird line of work. Not a teacher, but my dad once worked as a groundskeeper at a primary school. Worst thing he ever saw was a guy dropping his daughter off to school, and before she went through the gate, her dad went through her school bag and took out all of her packed food and left eating it, essentially leaving her with nothing to eat that day. Dad was so angry, he said he wanted to knock the guy out right there and then for leaving his child with no food for the day, but he ended up going straight to the principal to tell them what he witnessed so it could be investigated properly and get the kid help. My kid went to the preschool run by the public school system. One day, I saw one of his classmates. Every student was either three or four. Moms opened the front passenger door, and they drove off with the radio cranked and the little girl dancing on the seat, leaning against the dashboard. The back seat was totally empty, not even a car seat. The next day, I offered the lady my other kid's seat. I'd buy another one on the way home. She told me to F off and drove away with her daughter again, standing out in the front seat. I let the principal know, and we watched the car drive into the traffic towards the highway. Day 3. I've called the police, but they'll only come if I call during the pickup. Great, that'll only take 30 minutes for them to arrive after mom drives off with the daughter dancing on the seat again. I tell the principal I'm reporting the mom to family services if she won't intervene. On day 4, a guy shows up in her car and comes nose to nose with me. Without even so much as an introduction, he says if I keep harassing his woman, I'll regret it. I tell the principal, nothing she can do. They stop bringing the kid to school after that. Parent witness to an event, not a teacher. My kid's very first day of school. She's four and a half. In the gym hall, all the kids and parents are in line according to class, and one by one the teachers come and take them away. Our group was last to go. As we're waiting, a guy storms in, clearly drunk, starts shouting at a woman in the line, Why the F didn't you tell me it was now? I've been looking everywhere! Etc, etc. He slaps the mom. Another dad in the line pulls drunk dad away and pushes him. He falls down on top of another kid. That kid's mom screams, drunk starts to run out, squished kid's dad chases him, he made it out of the gym, but then got caught and the crap kicked out of him in the school reception. Everyone is freaked out, kids are crying, then the very happy teacher who is completely unaware comes in. I start googling prices for private school. That doesn't sound like a single person involved responded the way that they really should have, although I do think the guy deserved a bit of a smack around the chops. Not a teacher, anymore, but a registered nurse. Kid wakes up from dental surgery, a four-year-old who needed a root canal. Several extractions and fillings. Horrible dentition. Mom and dad nowhere to be found, post-op. Eventually, they wander into the recovery room from the parking lot. Reeking of cigarettes and the devil's lettuce. Proceed to give the four-year-old a baby bottle of Mountain Dew. The pediatric dentist took the parents aside into a consult room to yell at them and lecture them. They told him to mind his own effing business business, scooped up the kid and walked out. Saddest part was, I remember the poor kiddo had filthy feet and hair, also reeked of cigarettes. He looked so defeated already, all I could think was that this kid has an uphill battle for a decent life. Being a registered nurse is heartbreaking, not always for the reasons you'd expect. Not a teacher, but my mom is. She teaches the visually impaired. There are these two students of hers whose parents, mainly the mom, tell them that they can't do anything and won't be able to do anything, and all 
they do while at home is sit around because their mom makes them. However, my mom has been teaching them for about four years, trying to get them to believe in themselves. It mostly has worked, but recently a different teacher told them that they can't do anything as well. So that has been a huge setback for them. I just think that it's really trashy for a parent who tells their kid that they can't do anything, even though they can do many things that other people can. Or maybe it's a foreign concept to some people, but you know, overcoming adversity, making the most of the hand you've been dealt, it's important to people's confidence, and this mother clearly does not do much for her son's confidence. Last year, I taught fifth grade. I had a student for one block a day that was a little mentally unstable. She developed a crush on another girl and began writing her a ton of creepy notes. The school was handling it, but apparently the second girl's mother didn't think that was enough, so they drove to the first girl's bus stop in the morning and started yelling and threatening her. They basically had her cornered when the bus driver showed up and had to pry this raging mom away from the student. The mom probably definitely shouldn't have reacted that way, but I gotta ask, what, how creepy were these notes? I used to work in a daycare and on my first day in a new room with 15 to 24 month olds, I picked up a little boy and noticed he had dropped something through the neck hole in his onesie. I pulled it out and it was a lighter. When we returned it to the mom and told her where we found it, she laughed and said, the kid gets his hands on everything. Poor kid also sounded like a smoker every time he laughed or coughed. End of day. Parents were pulling up to the building to pick up their kids. Two moms got into a physical fight in the parking lot when one of them pulled a baseball bat out of the trunk of her car. The families both jumped in and it was an all-out brawl. Went on a trip to America for the performing arts. Parent met their kids at the end of the trip for the last two days. Parent went out and got hammered both nights and would sneak into her student room, utterly off their face, and wake all the kids up to try and party. Tagged along to our final tour dinner with all the kids and got hammered again. Worst person ever. That sounds like a parent going through a midlife crisis and trying to relive the days of their youth because they're surrounded by younger people, maybe. And it's sad. Was in a parent-teacher conference as a middle school teacher. The kid starts talking about college. The parent looks at this kid and says, You're not going to college. You're not smart enough. Like, WTF, how could you stifle your children that way? What a piece of crap. Not a teacher, but definitely saw it happen. Dude talks trash about this girl's cousin. Yes, cousin, of all things. There are tight groups of friends, and her friends were not happy and confronted him. Next day, his mom has the audacity to come over and threatens the entire staff and students with some special injection that will make them mentally impaired. As if she's showing up to defend her son who is to blame was not surprising enough, she goes on to throw an absolute tantrum of accuracy accusations and consequences. Our principal, who is a loudmouth retired general, just stood there dumbfounded. Lady coming in like Papsimus Scirocco from Zeta Gundam being all like, yeah, well, you're gonna be pooing in nappies for the rest of your life when I'm done with you. Ah, oh, man, if anyone's out here looking for anime recommendations and likes mechas, give Gundam a shot. In fact, start with Gundam Thunderbolt. It is so sick, it will get you into the franchise, probably. Not a teacher, but leader of a camp for children. We had a child, let's call him Bob, about eight years old. After three days of camp and eleven more to come, we found out he already ran out of clean socks. Well, we called his mother and she told us they are from far away and they can't drive there or send them. After about ten minutes of talking, we came to the conclusion that we will wash his dirty socks and she will bring new ones on the visiting day. 
Visiting days in the middle of the camp, and as it came, his mother showed up. We were kind of surprised, because she sounded like she did not care over the phone. Visiting day ended, and all the children were supposed to go to the forest to play games and forget about parents for the next seven days. That is when Bob told us his mother took all of his socks, even those he had on his feet. We called Bob's mother again, and she just said it is our problem, so take care of it, and hung up. I called my mother and asked if she had any socks left from when I was young. She luckily had an drove them to us. Bob left with 10 new pairs of socks and never came to our camp again. That essentially sounds like the mother was taking out the inconvenience that basically came of their lack of preparedness on the child by taking away all the socks, which is really screwed up behavior. Some people, again, just don't deserve to be parents. That might sound kind of extreme, but this lady just sounds vindictive and generally spiteful. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Linked in the description below.